I never know how to start these. Once I start talking, once I start going, it's like natural and it just flows, even though sometimes it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I'll go back and listen back and I'm like, Colleen, what the fuck are you talking about? Like to make one point, you went down 18 fucking side streets and I'll do that with like my storytelling. I don't know. It keeps it exciting. It keeps it spicy. Okay. It keeps you guys on your toes. It keeps me on my toes, <laughs> but then I get lost and confused, but it's like, I, I have my destination and I'm going to get there most of the time, but I just have to take a little side street. So I just like taking the scenic route. And you know what? It's, it's not about like the great Miley Cyrus said one day, it's about the climb and my side streets, my little scenic routes are usually pretty fucking fun. The GPS just reroutes a lot, but again, we get there sometimes. So I do want to do this episode about like narcissism. Okay. And being selfish, but I want to do like a, this is probably gonna be like a two part thing because you know how, and if you listen to the last episode, I was talking about how, Ooh, I almost said, mm, I almost said their name. I gotta be careful. So you know how I said that Dallas and I, our relationship, I think about it in like two parts. Okay. My toxic era, his toxic era. Now again, mine, mine would have come eventually. There was nothing. He could have been the absolute dream perfection epitome of what you know a partner should be at some point all of this that did come out was going to happen and come out on my end with you know my own narcissistic tendencies my own selfish traits my own you know trauma responses okay they were unhealthy and they were, you know, I mentioned they were things that have happened in my past and it's a cycle that's continued to happen, but it was him leaving me that actually made me go, oh, what the fuck is, <laughs> it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Thank you, Taylor Swift. That is my absolutely favorite song of all fucking time. I'm just kidding. I, it's not me. It is me. It's all of us. But anyways, so I found a journal. Okay, there's a reason why we have Justin Bieber's journals playing in the background today. I am just gonna fucking, you know how I I had said that, you know, that how I met your mother quote, timing is everything, okay? You can have chemistry, but timing is a bitch. And without timing or whatever it is, you know, you basically have nothing. So, you know, he, he did a lot of fucking shit that brought out these unhealthy things and kind of brought me back to into those spaces where I have been hurt in the past. Therefore, I, then I need to protect myself. But I just was protecting myself in very unhealthy, very angry, angry, angrily, whatever. You get it. Just not healthy ways was I expressing how hurt I was because he did hurt me and then I flipped it, okay? So this is where I'm going to kind of like bring you guys into the, my mind quite literally because I'm going to read this just straight out of my fucking journal because I found the journal from when he left and when he stayed gone and when I went, oh fuck, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. So today we're going to get into my crazy, beautiful, fucked up, twisted, dark <laughs> fantasy mind. And it's going to be fun or it's not going to be fun. Maybe I'll cry. Maybe I'll laugh. Maybe I'll fucking hate myself even more. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. What's up? I'm Colleen. 
and this is single and unavailable. So I, I, oh my God, this, you know, again, so this was after I was hurt because see, the thing is we, after, after we get hurt, that shell, that big hard shell, it's the, the fucking trauma response. We're trying, no what your body doesn't want to be hurt anymore. When your body gets hurt, it, 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 it automatically tries to think of ways to protect itself for the next time. So when he hurt me, it sent me into fucking overdrive panic i had to fucking protect myself and the way that i was gonna protect myself was making his life a living hell because he hurt me okay hmm i'm just gonna jump into it this would have been i wish there was a date or something on it i don't have a date but this would have been it was before valentine's day last year i and you know how i've said this last year has been the worst year of my life we're going back to just about a year ago, okay? So we're in like January of last year, right? I said, well, fuck. I finally get the whole responsible for your actions. And once you come to accept what you cannot change, things change. I, wait, what? I don't even know what that means. Once you come to accept what you can't change. Oh, once you come to accept what you can't change, things change. I oh wait that's what wait it straight up says right after that wait is that a real quote or did i make that up i think it in my head it kind of made sense i just wasn't really able to get it out i, I don't know anyways it literally says anyways all capitals ready it's not all about me all right so this is where i started to realize that i was actually selfish i was actually kind of a narcissist no words that i would never use to describe myself because i didn't really understand what they meant but so it says it's not all about me stop thinking your actions are only due to others all right place the blame on everyone else right i said that in an episode that we're we're really hard you know patients in the in the therapy world clients in the therapy world because we're not the problem miss taylor swift it's not us it's them. But it's not, some of it is them, but a lot of it is really our past, okay? I said, stop thinking that your actions are only due to others. And then this is in quotations. It says, if you do say this, I can say do this. Oh my God, I see that. You know, like if, just my actions depend on other people. <laughs> it says, holy fuck, I get it. I put all of my actions onto others. Wow. So maybe if I just change my own, that's underlined, <laughs> maybe if I just change my own actions, dot, 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 amazing, truly amazing. It took me like, what, 30 fucking years? <laughs> it took me like 30 years to realize that, whatever. Just be more self-aware, please. 
support him the way he supports you because he did he did a lot he, he did hurt me okay but support him the way he supports you you want him on your team treat him like a teammate okay ready i expect him to change his ways of talking and acting without doing anything on my own end i remember when i had said the the thing is it's the timing because you both have to be on the same page at the same exact time and that is the hard part timing is a bitch okay and we're going to kind of see about it's really fucking hard. You're going to understand why this last year has been so depressive because once you make all these realizations and you start working on them, but the other person isn't working on theirs and they're still doing all the things that are making you feel the way that you felt and you're trying your hardest not to react the way that you fucking did, you're you're gonna go through a mental fucking loop a mental roller coaster if you will remember so i expect him to change his ways of talking without doing anything mind like my actions rely solely on him no not at all <laughs> Ew. treat him better treat everyone better treat yourself better next page this is an example because this is where you know now i started kind of realizing where my my train of thoughts were coming from okay example of my thought my ugh, example of my fucked up thought process all right and then i just did like little <laughs> it says me and then it says thought wakes up the house is a mess i don't know where anything is i need him to know how stressed i am me action fuck this fuck you yell 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 <laughs> that's exactly what it says okay my action fuck this fuck you yell 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 but it was i needed him to know that i was frustrated and i was hurt but i couldn't fuck you so you think i'm gonna ask someone tell someone and make myself look vulnerable make myself give you a chance to then use something against me and hurt me you know i'm gonna tell you that oh i'm overwhelmed i'm scared i'm this i'm that no because then you're just gonna use that against me one day Ooh, sounds like my past is kind of ruining my fucking right now right hmm that says self-aware babe i'm feeling really overwhelmed right now can you get up with me and help me all right here's another one me thought Ooh, this is a good one i feel worthless today everyone leaves he's gonna leave me too okay so i'm having these thoughts in my head i feel worthless today everyone leaves he's gonna leave me too so that's my thought now this is my action because i need to protect myself so action, pick a fight, yell, get angry, tell him to leave, lose your mind when he leaves. Cause isn't that fucking crazy? I like you scream in someone's face, get out of my fucking life, I hate you, I never wanna see you ever again. And then they leave, it's fucking like, it's so disrespectful. God, do you not even love me? I'm just kidding. So self-aware. Babe, I just need a little extra reassurance that you love me today. See how much healthier that is? So these were the things that from now, from this point on, I was trying and it's really hard. Okay. It is the, it, it, it's so fucking hard to go against your natural instincts and your natural trauma responses or coping mechanisms, whatever. And then when they're, they're not changing their ends too, it's, that's the living hell. That is the living hell that from the very first fucking one, love or whatever this is what i was talking about 
notes and I said, stop being so defensive all the time. The world doesn't revolve around you, okay? When we're when we're coming from a selfish point of view, we think that the world revolves around us. So if I'm I'm driving to work and I'm running late to work, right? And then you know, someone is takes three seconds instead of two seconds when the, the red light turns green, right? They're just trying to make me late for work. What the fuck? Everyone's out to fucking get me. Go to Dunkin' Oats. My coffee's wrong. Oh my God. Everyone's trying to ruin my fucking life. No, the person working at Dunkin' Oats. Oh my God. I, I did it again. I didn't even realize it. I'm going to have to be sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts, okay? Can we get Dunkin' Donuts to run an ad during my podcast, please? (laughs) The person at Dunkin' Donuts was not out to get me. They were not trying to ruin my fucking day. They don't give a shit about me. And it says, your actions and reactions are yours and yours only. Don't assume people know. Tell them. Because that was a big one. I would just assume if I'm acting really frustrated and upset and angry, then he's just going to know that, like, I need this or I need that. Like, because that makes total fucking sense. None of it makes fucking sense. That's why That's why we are mentally ill. Ew, my God. I said, who am I? I said, say I love you more. Wait, that's what I'm laughing at. Hold on. Say I love you more, laugh more, smile more. You're so fixated on a life of peace and happiness, but you don't take the steps to get there. It's not going to magically happen. You have to choose peace and happiness. All right, that was a big thing with Dallas and I, that we, we were each other's peace, which is crazy because we were also each other's hell. But when it was peaceful, it was the most peace I've ever experienced my whole entire life, okay? And that was one thing that really kind of brought us together a lot because we would just say we just want peace. That was our thing, everything. It's just about being each other's peace, okay? So you have to choose the peace and happiness. I can change my life if I choose. Stop choosing self-loathing. Accept life for what it is. Be the person you think about being. And this is kind of, this looks more like um, a letter, like a note to him, but I clearly never gave it to him because it's in my possession. Um, I'll just read a little bit of it. But it says, please don't let this be too late. I know exactly what to do to work on this now. I didn't realize any of this before. I said that it would change because this is a big thing because we don't want to be this person. We don't want to be like this. It is very easy to give promises that we're going to change, but because we're not aware, it's that's the cycle. You just keep going back. So, you know, I would just be like, oh yeah, I'm just not going to do that anymore. But then he would do something that would bring that natural response back out of me. And my brain wasn't stopping myself going, oh, pump the brakes, bitch. Slow the fuck down. It's okay to tell him that you know, what's on your fucking mind? You don't have to be a crazy psycho bitch. I didn't realize any of this before. I said it changed, but the reason it didn't stick was because I wasn't actually doing anything. I was so fixated on what you do. It wasn't you, it was me. Fuck you, Taylor Swift. I fully realize that now. I expected you to somehow change my ways of communicating. How the fuck does that make sense? Oh my God, the fact that this is all really just clicking. Better late than never. (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that. Better late than ever. I don't know. Whatever. Moving on. I hope we can fix this. I think the love we share is worth it. I'll put in the work this time because it is 
work, okay? It is fucking work. But when only one person is putting in the fucking work, then it doesn't work. It's a team project. I fucking promise I won't rely on changing how I am based on you. Please stay with me. Remember our fucking book? I hate you to leave me. Like, am I not the poster child? I need to bring this to a th- to my therapist. Oh, I just started seeing a new therapist, by the way. I haven't been in therapy in since I ghosted my <laughs> last one. <laughs> she tried to tell me that it was, but like, I don't know. She was making me think that like I was like responsible for some of my own fucking actions and I, I wasn't trying to hear that, all right? I didn't need that type of negativity in my life, so I ghosted the bitch. <laughs> No, she was actually good. I kind of felt bad. Like, I, and again, that's why therapists don't like us. We're fucking flaky. I'm done blaming things on you and only thinking about myself. I promise to stand by you, truly be there for you, and be 100% on your team. One last time, I love you. All right, now this is like the last kind of thing I think I'm going to read from this. All right, and it says, this part it might make sense a little bit more about everything. I was hurt. He hurt me. He hurt me so fucking bad. I hurt him so fucking bad. Hurt people hurt people, right? Yes, what he did to me broke me. Literally shattered my heart. I'm not crying. I'm not. Because I'm not going to fucking let... Um, yeah, like I'm not going to let anyone see me vulnerable. As I have a whole entire fucking podcast about my deepest, darkest fucking thoughts feelings emotions things that i have never told to anyone in my whole entire fucking life and now almost 100 people have listened to each one of my fucking episodes of my podcast but i'm not gonna cry and show real emotion guess what he did to me broke me literally shattered my heart but you chose now this is me talking to myself okay but you chose to stay so you can't use that to punish him and hold against him forever i know it still stings and that you do anything to forget those thoughts but if you want to be with him it's time to just move on i'm sorry it sucks but just move on we're never gonna get anywhere stuck in the past i want to move forward and start building our life and then i don't know what the fuck this is down here i don't know if i'm like rhyming writing a song i know it's hard (laughs) i know it's hard but you did fucked up things too never again believe yourself believe him too what and then, and then I have pages and pages full of, you know what I've pages full of? Things that I'm going to do to change. Because before I would always say, I'm going to change. Things are going to be different. This time, now that I recognized it, I was able to go back. I was able to like sit down and really think about how I was going to change it. Okay, put in the steps, put in the work. So spend time together every night without distractions plan at least one night a month to (laughs) one night a night plan at least one night a month to make love an actual day every month planned out candles music not sex intimate passionate love we heard i'm not getting into that Never ever go more than a week without sex. Uh, kiss each other every time we say hi or bye. A real kiss, not distracted. I was always distracted, okay? He would come home from work. I'd be sitting on my phone, scrolling, like, not really paying attention. You know, kiss me. This was something that used to upset him all the time. And I didn't even realize that I was doing it. When he would go to kiss me, it would just be like a quick... I wouldn't even, like, 
you know, so I wouldn't even like close my eyes. I wouldn't pay attention. I wasn't in the moment. I'm just, yeah, yeah, here's a kiss. But so these were all the things that, you know, I had to do to try and work on our relationship and make it stronger and let him know how much I did love him and appreciate him. Love languages. We're, we're going to go on and on and on about love languages because love languages are my fucking favorite. I could talk about love languages all day long, how we receive love and how we project love. Okay, fucking love life, love languages. Right. Fucking love, love, love. I love love language. Do you know these are words? This is a language. It's not the love language. I fucking love love languages. There we go. I think. Moving on. Set goals. They can be our own or together. One night a month, we try something new, just the two of us. Talk about what we need from each other. Oh, I'll hold this one. Flirt. This one's underlined and exclamation point flirt we used to flirt <laughs> we used to flirt and sext all day ask each other more questions get to know each other better deeper stick to our words and also thank one another when we do all right so this is re like i don't know um i guess just kind of noticing that someone is putting in the effort it's it's a really nice feeling it's a really big deal and it helps you to keep doing it okay so and, and a big issue that we had was him go if he would go out he would go out with the intention of coming back either by a certain point or at a certain point and sometimes he'd either come really late or just not fucking come back at all all right and i don't i don't need to say it it's just it's a tale as old as time right fucking abandonment issues colleen meet abandonment issues okay this is this is your fucking soulmate okay this is your life story is abandonment so when he wasn't coming back or was late it really fucked me up so what i wanted to kind of start doing was when he did stick to his word you know when he would be like hey i'm gonna go out but i'm gonna you know come see you by 11 and he did actually come by 11 making sure he knew that i noticed that and I did do that a lot after, but it didn't fucking matter. That was a big problem for me mentally because then I was like, well, what's the fucking point in any of this? I figured this all out. I have all these things and now it's still not fucking working. I'm still fucking alone. I'm still fucking hurting. Nothing's real. Life is fucking fake. Here comes the derealization. Here comes the depersonalization. That's where I just fucking mentally checked out because I'm like, none of this fucking matters. None of it's real. Life is real. Absolutely no fighting via text. I that says in parentheses. I know this one's me. That was my biggest thing because anxious fucking right now, right this second, we need to fix this. I don't fucking care that you're not with me if we are not texting and fighting and I'm not get telling you how I fucking feel right this very goddamn fucking second. I'm never gonna get the chance ever again. So. And then you have the text proof, okay? And, you know, there's a lot of regret and remorse, clearly, as you can hear from my little notes, um, that comes with it. So having those text messages can be extra damaging because then you have the literal proof of your episode, okay? And it's really disgusting to yourself. And then it says, do not ever... 
it's all underlined. Expect that the other one is telepathic. He is very, very, very guilty of this one. <laughs> um, it says, sometimes I yell a lash out because I want you to know that I'm stressed without having to actually tell you. You're not a mind reader. I'll tell you from now on. I promise. We're scared to tell people that we feel like that because you know what we have in the past and you know what we got told? You're crazy. Why are you acting so ridiculous? Why are you so fucking insane? You're just fucking always upset about something. God, you're so fucking... What the fuck? Shut the fuck up, Colleen. All right. When you're being told that your feelings don't matter over and over and over and over and over, they're just neglected, you're just emotionally, your needs are not met. Not even just not met, but like get the shit beat out of. It gets really hard to express your feelings. So then you have to act big and tough, right? <laughs> then says, I fucking hate myself. I'm so sorry to everyone who is listening to me. The only place for spiciness is in the sheets. And then to surprise each other more. Practice what you preach. Stop waiting for your life to be perfect. Ooh, that's a big one. Stop waiting for your life to be perfect. Make your life perfect. And then it says, I act this way because ABC. Now, this would be the new way of thinking. I act this way because ABC, but... I realize that's not an excuse. All right, this is the last thing I'm going to read because this is actually kind of important. Some days I wake up. So this is going to actually get you into my mind, okay? Some days I wake up and instantly feel worthless. I take those intrusive negative thoughts about myself and project them onto how you must feel about me. I feel ugly today. He's going to leave me for someone prettier. I don't even deserve to be loved. The house is a mess. He's probably like, oh, wow, she's lazy. She's useless. These are my own negative thoughts, not his. My response when I have these thoughts, get mad, yell, fight. <laughs> what the fuck was that voice? <laughs> He'll know I'm upset. And then I won't have to look dumb slash vulnerable expressing my thoughts. Hmm. Why? Like, this is how I literally talk. I, do you get why I kind of have a fucking, have a podcast? Because you can kind of see it here in, like, the way that I'm talking. I, like, journal, like, from, like, a, or, like, a screenwriter type. I don't know. Like, this is, like, I'm ridiculous. All right. So it says, hmm, why? Well, because in the past, <laughs> I can't stand myself. Because in the past, when I've expressed these things, I would, oh, wow, that's, I, just was talking about this. I haven't even really read, like, I'm reading this brand new right now, okay? I haven't read these since I wrote this a year ago. Hmm, why? Because in the past, I've expressed these things, and I was called crazy, dramatic, you're overthinking, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I'm not kidding. It literally says ding, ding, ding. But your feelings are valid. You just need to express them better. I test people to see if they're going to stay. But who would stay when they're constantly told to go? It's a way to validate my own fears because then when they do leave, I can say, see, I was right. Everyone leaves. Wow, 
That sounds really fucking familiar. I don't know if it was the first episode or the healthier conversations. I think it was the healthier conversations was let's talk about sex, baby. That one. I love that episode, by the way. I'm so proud of that one. I, I think it's so good. And this is coming from someone who fucking doesn't, well, refuses to make a phone call because I hate the sound of my voice. I hate talking so much. I, it's, I, you have no fucking idea how much I avoid talk. I will not get food from somewhere if I have to call them and I can't just do it like right online. That's how much I don't like speaking directly to people and if I can't avoid it I'm gonna do it so how how why are the fuck a podcast came into my life I don't know that's what we're gonna try and figure out why does Colleen feel the need to have a podcast <laughs> I have a lot of ideas in my head already about why and they make a lot of sense so it's a way to validate my own fears because then when they leave they say yeah yeah so instead of saying everyone leaves ask yourself why do I push everyone away if I just blame things on others, I don't have to take accountability for my own actions. This is, like I said, this is straight up live action fucking footage of what it's like to be inside the brain of someone with BPD and how damaging it is because we don't know what the fuck is going on. And it says, my morning's ruined because... God. I'm going to edit this out. It says, my morning's ruined because Dunks fucked up my coffee. <laughs> Please sponsor me so I can spend my time and energy upset, mad, frustrated over what else did. But where does that get me? Is the work for Dunkin' Donuts going to come make me a new coffee? I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Is the douche canoe on the road going to apologize for cutting me off? No, but you are going to look like an asshole when you make everyone else have a shitty day because something inconvenient happened. This is one of my favorite. I think it was like at one of the IOPs. I don't think this was regular therapy. I think it was like a group thing where I kind of heard this for the first time. And it was about how our own actions and how they really only affect us, right? Okay, so you're driving. We're going down, you know, we're on fucking 93 South or the mall. And there is people that don't live anywhere fucking near me listening to this. Anyways, you have to cross over like four lanes of traffic to get into uh, the highway to go to the city, right? So trying to cross over and fucking no one's letting you in, okay? I'm now in my car screaming, yelling, so pissed off, so frustrated. Fuck all these assholes. Fucking Boston drivers. No one ever lets you in. Everyone's in a fucking rush to get somewhere. Everyone's such a fucking, fucking assholes, all right? It's all I live around is a bunch of fucking assholes. Everyone's also just ruined my fucking life. I, you know, it's survival of the fittest out on these roads. But now think of it from their point of view, okay? Have you ever been driving in the car and looked over and seen someone in their car flipping out screaming and you just start laughing at how ridiculous they look you're not hurting them they don't give a shit they don't care that they just cut you off okay they're going about their day they're moving on now you're over here looking like a damn fool in your car all right so just accept that it wasn't personal they didn't fuck up your coffee to ruin your day. This is all that selfish, selfish way of thinking, okay? They didn't fuck up your coffee to ruin your day. They didn't cut you off because you did something wrong. And then, <laughs> and then in parentheses, it says, I mean, maybe, but dot, 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 dot. 
Like, this is me. This me on this podcast. You can hear it in the way that I journal. This is 100% authentic and how fucking weird I am. Okay. So now, some you know, less selfish ways of thinking, right? So it says, maybe the Dunkin' Donuts work. <laughs> Poor Dunkin' Donuts worker. God, I'm fucking attacking him like three episodes in a row. Maybe the Dunkin' Donuts worker is new or distracted because of their own problems. Maybe the driver is stressed because their boss said if they're late again, they're fired. You drive like an impatient dick too. <laughs> At least I can admit to my own my own toxic tendencies, okay? You drive like an impatient dick too, lol. Straight up says lol. <laughs> Who talks like this? And it says, don't let it control your mood day. Just keep going. Your mood does not rely on the people, things around you. You have to get to a point where your mood doesn't change based on the actions and opinions of others, okay? Now that kind of ties into the last episode where I had said that I was feeling low and I was feeling depressed last weekend, right? I mean, I'm feeling depressed all the time, but like some days it just shows itself a little more overtly than others. Um, but the whole reason was, you know, I had said that when Dallas and I were talking, he then, you know, when he had stopped responding, a healthy, sane, normal person would just go about their day in their life. And I, I mean, would I have an entire fucking podcast about how fucked up and traumatized and fucking crazy I am if I was a healthy, sane, normal person with healthy, sane, normal person reactions? No. And then where's the entertainment value, okay? I'm going through all of this to give you entertainment. So I think a fucking thank you every now and then would be the bare minimum of what's expected in this relationship, okay? (laughs) Just, you know, like, I so when he had stopped texting me we're not together it doesn't matter he doesn't fucking text me he doesn't reply I let it upset me and then what did that do okay then you know the next day he like texts me something like nice and sweet now I just spent the last whatever it was like 30 fucking hours or whatever like just hmm I wish he just texted me I just wish he didn't Hmm. not doing anything for myself I did end up you know like making that that episode and it's nice to know now because now i'm trying to get different ways of expressing myself or just get just get fucking something to do just something that's not sitting here thinking about how fucking depressed i am all day because we love to self-sabotage we love to just sit here not literally love okay don't come at me but we'll just sit here thinking god i'm so fucking depressed god i hate my fucking life and then not do anything about it that's that's the disease part okay you fucking can't it's very, well, you can. It's very hard and it's very exhausting. But I digress. So you have to get to a point where your mood doesn't change based on the actions and opinions of others. I am still working on that. I, like I said, relapsed last weekend, but I am trying to do that. All right. I'm trying to get there. And I don't think I'm doing that bad of a job. Maybe I am. No, I don't know. (laughs) No, because I am aware and actively trying to. Because before I would just, I'm telling you, if he, if he was going to disappear, you know, stop replying and I just would stop hearing from him. I was paralyzed. I was not able to do anything but freak the fuck out and lose my goddamn fucking mind. I'm, I'm trying to just not let other people control my emotions. It's hard. We relapse. But that's the journey. That's the climb. So I just want to give you a little background 
Um, and then maybe you can kind of really, instead of me just telling you what it was like, actually seeing straight up from my brain, from my mind, what I was going through, how I was feeling. So that is when I realized I was a selfish, toxic person. So I have to go pick up my daughter right now. I'm going to go run and grab her. And then maybe tonight I'll get back on here and we'll just kind of talk about some narcissistic tendencies because we all fucking love that word, don't we? They're a narcissist. My ex is such a narcissist. We overuse that narcissistic personality disorder. Whew. I'm going to have to take like speaking classes or something because it, this is how long I've been just thinking these thoughts. And I've noticed I skip words often. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you guys have. No, um, I'll say a sentence and literally skip, like just leave out a whole entire word because my brain's going so fast. I like don't even realize it. And then when I'm just sitting here thinking all these thoughts, and as you can see in my journal, this, the way that I'm talking to you guys is exactly how I think in my brain. Like this is just now it's coming out, but it hasn't come out in so long that now I've like forgotten how to like use my mouth. Like, well, I haven't forgotten how to use my mouth. But when it comes to saying words, I'm getting a little tongue tied. I'm nervous. We'll get back into it. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys get hyperfixated on songs? <laughs> I get so hyperfixated and it's like it literally becomes a drug. So um, right now my current hyperfixation songs are this one, Blindsided by Kelsey Ballerini and Last Night by Morgan Wallen. I, when I just went to go pick up my daughter, I drove, it's like 25 minutes there, 25 minutes back, okay? Those are the only two songs I listen to. <laughs> And I don't regret a single second. Well, since we're talking about being toxic, and since this one is on our own toxicity, I'm going to play The Weekend Radio because I think he's probably the most toxic artist that there is. We love The Weekend, but he is a toxic man. I'm going to, um, here, I just, all right, so narcissism in ourselves, right? We don't generally, like, we use narcissism to describe other people okay we don't normally hear people like oh yeah i'm a narcissist mm, no that'd be fucking weird okay well you know what i'm here to do that so this um article here ready it just says the word narcissism gets tossed around a lot in our selfie obsessed celebrity driven culture often to describe someone who seems excessively vain or full of themselves but in psychological terms narcissism doesn't mean self-love at least not a genuine sort it's more accurate to say that people with narcissistic personality disorder are in love with an idealized grandoise uh, image of themselves. Narcissistic personality disorder involves a pattern of self-centered, arrogant thinking and behavior. People with narcissistic personality disorder are extremely resistant to changing their behavior even when it's causing them problems. Their tendency is to turn the blame onto others. What's more, they are extremely sensitive <laughs> and react badly to even the slightest criticisms, disagreements, or perceived slights. Perceived, 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 key word, or perceived slights, which they view as personal attacks. 
All right, so you you can do these things without even noticing, all right? Being a narcissist doesn't completely, doesn't just mean you're a fucking sociopath, okay? So like an example of kind of a narcissistic way of thinking that I had and how I, when I noticed it because it had changed after, you know, all this stuff had happened with Dallas leaving, with Dallas leaving and, you know, my aha moment, my, so my, I was, um, living at home at this point, which was very, very, very toxic, very, very, very depressing, a horrible situation. Okay. I was desperately trying to get out of there. I spent a lot of time being homeless, leaving, living out of hotels. It was a lot. All right. This all adds to everything that's been going on for the last few years. So I wanted more than anything in this world to just have my own apartment. That was the only thing I needed. And then that was going to fix my life. That was going to solve all my problems. My life was going to be great after I have an apartment. Flash forward a few months later, I get the apartment. And well, what did you know? Fucking everything's not magically fixed and cured. And I'm not healed and happy and... I don't know what else to do anymore. This is just the way I am and the way I'm always going to be. No. So I, I wanted nothing more than to just have an apartment because that was going to fix my life. My best friend got an apartment, okay? And she texted me and told me. Now, she needed an apartment just as bad as I did. She's, has, her and I are the exact same person. Our lives are completely <laughs> aligned. It's scary how similar our like traumas and experiences and our, the way that we are are. That's why we're best friends. That's why we're soulmates, okay? <laughs> That's my real twin flame. And so when she had said this before, I would have been so upset. I would have been pissed at her like... Who the fuck do you think you are to get an apartment when you know everything that I'm going through? Like, fuck you, you selfish piece of shit. Oh, yeah, that's real selfish because she needs somewhere to live, too. That's not toxic, right? I know. So, such a bad friend. God, she fucking sucks. <laughs> so, you know, that, but that's how I would think. I would think it was a personal attack on me. I would think she was fucking trying to be like, oh, look, I'm better than you. No. So when she had told me she got an apartment, I was so happy for her. Genuinely. I was so happy. I remember texting her just being like, oh my God, this is so exciting. I'm so happy. This is great. Good for you. Da, da, da. And I went, whoa, what the fuck is this? Oh, because now I recognize that I was being a narcissist and that I was being selfish. And now I'm aware of that. And now I'm able to change my thinking. Oh, wow. The more you fucking know. And then there was a couple of little things where I, I started to notice myself actually being happy for other people for things that even if it was something that I wanted or I thought that I needed in my life, I was still, if, if, oh my God, if I see someone get married, engaged, um, I find out someone's having a baby. I'm not that happy and excited for you. Okay. Because I'm jealous, but that's not their problem. Okay. So once I was able to kind of make note of that, it took like a weight off because I was like, Oh, I can be happy for them. 
it's not gonna change my life in fact it's probably gonna make me feel a little bit better so yeah so that, those are some you know narcissistic and selfish tendencies in myself and I so I'm gonna do this like a two-part thing and the next time I hop on here I'm you know we've all I'm sure especially if you're listening to this I'm sure you have dealt with someone who is a narcissist or who has some very narcissistic traits and I'm sure it was very fucking traumatizing for you as it was for me so let's kind of talk about it and like other people now back a few so in the other um in the first episode I said Dallas was textbook narcissist which he very much is all right but our personality disorders are responses to our traumas and he has had a very traumatic life since the second he was born all right we're not just horrible shitty fucking people we've just had horrible shitty fucking things happen to us and now we've adapted to these personalities right so back when so now back a few months ago around like christmas time he we hadn't seen each other in a few months we weren't talking he just kind of you know came in my life and then vanished fucking same shit that was you know continuously happening and so he was talking about getting my daughter a christmas present in birthday (laughs) yeah because i decided to have a baby four days before christmas so my daughter's birthday is december 21st as we all know christmas is december 25th so he was asking you know what to get her for um christmas and her birthday and stuff and he goes i'll bring her something epic and then (laughs) i said well you got a shit record with birthdays this year uh, because he, this is a story for another time, but I had plans with him on his birthday, all planned out to make him feel very loved and very appreciated. And he was supposed to come see me and he never showed up. But anyways, we, that will be a different story time. So he says, I'm never going to be perfect. I won't even pretend. And I shouldn't even use that word anymore, but I'm going to be there for her birthday because she's more important than both you and me combined. And then I said, I've never even needed perfect, never even asked for it. And he goes, up until not too long ago, believe it or not, I thought I was absolutely perfect. And then you know that little intrusive thought emoji that I said that lives inside my head? Maybe he's my fucking dark intrusive thought because this is his favorite emoji. It's that purple devil smiling little... So he goes, you know, I thought I was absolutely perfect. And I just go, Jesus. He says, tell me about it. And then I said, it's called narcissism. LOL. Glad you've noticed it. And I said, I don't even have to tell you about it. I lived it. And he says, and I'm still a bit narcissist and a bunch of other things, but I'm also very aware of what and who I am and what I can be, whether it's good or bad. There's quite a situation in my head. And then I sent him Love Me Again by PMB Rock. Rest in peace. Moment of silence. But so that's that's the whole thing, okay? It's noticing these traits. It's being aware of these traits. But then it's also actively changing how we act. And it's timing. And we have to be on the same page at the same time, right? 
that's the hardest part. But this isn't me just sitting here being like, oh, my ex is a narcissist. Fuck him. He said it himself. He now recognizes these. I recognize them in myself. You can have chemistry, but timing is a bitch. And if I know anything about love, timing is everything. So until we're both on that same page, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do do you think that it's possible for people who have been toxic and who, you know, many other people may describe them as toxic people to eventually live happy, healthy lives together? I don't know. I'm not putting all of my life's meaning into that though because that's where I was fucking up now I need to figure out what I need to do to make to be happy I need to find my own happiness I need to find my own life's meaning I need to make sure that my daughter never never has to fucking learn this shit on her own I went through hell and I'm gonna do my fucking best to make sure she never feels the neglect, the abandonment, the just absolute trauma that I've felt. So it's okay to admit that we might have some narcissistic tendencies. It's okay to admit that we might be selfish. When it's not okay is when we continue to do those things. So next time I will dive more into the other person and I will validate and justify all of your feelings about how bad that fucking asshole hurt you. Today is about how much we hurt them. Next time, fuck them. All right. Well, thanks for suffering through my tangents. I hope they weren't too bad today. I think I kind of stayed on topic for the most part, but I will talk to you guys later. Please follow my social medias, Instagram, TikToks, all that good stuff. Share this shit. Share it with fucking this person, that person, the poor little person of Dunkin' Donuts that I keep verbally assaulting on my podcast. Who's going to need their own therapy for the trauma that I'm causing on them? No, we're changing our ways, okay? We're going to be better. We're not our past. Our scars remind us where we've been. They don't have to dictate where we're going. David Rossi. Good night.